Hello! Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For almost 20 years, I made up a new story for my children every night at bedtime. Many of those stories were recorded, and now I'd like to share the very best of those with you. I hope you enjoy these stories for wonderful children. Once upon a time, there was a boy named Harold. Harold lived in a family where everyone loved each other very much. They were all very kind to each other. But they were not a family with very much money. They lived in a very small house. And Harold and his two brothers all had to share one bed in a bedroom, which was okay during the winter, because they could huddle together for warmth at night. But was less fun during the summer when they really would have liked a bigger bed to spread out on. They had enough food to eat, but there was never a lot of it. And there was never a lot of variety. It was very simple food. His mommy and his daddy both worked very hard while he was in school, and his mommy came home not long after he got out of school. One day, while Harold was walking back from school, he walked past the Five and Dime store, which was a store where everything was five cents or ten cents. And as he was walking past the Five and Dime store, he saw a new soccer ball that he very much He did not actually have a soccer ball of his own, although he had played soccer with friends when they brought their balls, and he loved soccer. He stood there staring at it through the window, thinking about the fact that he would love to have a soccer ball of his own so he could practice kicking it around or play it with his brothers. But he also knew that there was no way his family could afford an extra ten cents for a soccer ball, because ten cents was about what they spent to feed the whole family for dinner, maybe a little less. And so he he was sad as he walked the rest of the way home, kicking through the rustling fall leaves. And as he was on his way home, he passed a neighbor that lived in the next block over where the houses tended to be much bigger and had very nice trees out front. Every fall, those nice trees turned yellow and brown and gold and orange and red. And they dropped their leaves all over the grass and their lawns. The people came out and raked. One gentleman, Mr. Bodger, was standing out front, raking his leaves and looking tired. Harold walked by and said, Enjoying the raking, Mr. Bodger? Mr. Bodger waited and said, Hello, Harold. He said, You know... No, I really don't like raking. He said, hey, Harold, would you like to make some money? And Harold said, sure. Doing what? Mr. Podger said, if you'll rake up all these leaves in the yard, I'll pay you a penny. And Harold said, okay. And he raked up the leaves. It took him about 30 minutes or so, maybe 40. But his mom didn't usually get home until a little while after he got home from school. His brothers were both older than he was, so they were just fine at home without him. So he raked up the leaves, and Mr. Bodger gave him a penny. And Harold realized, I only need nine more of these, and I can buy my soccer ball. He hasn't even gone in and checked whether it's five or ten. 
Well, there was a sign in the window. But it was ten cents. And Harold, after he had finished with Debodra, looked over the yard and said, You did a good job, Harold, and they gave him his penny. And Harold said, Do you know anybody else who might like the leaves to rake, Mr. Bodger? Because I'd love to make some money. I'm trying to buy a sarcopal. And Mr. Bodger said, I don't know, Harold. You can always look and see whose yard needs raking and ask him. I don't have a rake, said Harold. That's not a problem, said Mr. Bodger. Most people own a rake. And I tell you what, if somebody doesn't own a rake, I'll let you borrow this one as long as you bring it back. So Harold first went home. And he had to finish his homework, because that was always the rule in their house. His mom and his dad wanted him to finish his homework, because they wanted him to do well in school and learn lots, because they wanted him to be able to get a better job than they had, because neither of them had finished school. So he finished his homework, and then he had some time before dinner, so he asked his mom if he could go out for a while. He told her what he was working on, and she said that was fine. So he walked back down to the next block where the houses were bigger and there were trees in the front yard. And began to walk down the block. Many of the houses already had all their leaves raked up, but he came to some that didn't. He went to the first one, and he knew the lady there was named Ms. Leanne, and he asked her if he could rake her leaves, and she asked him how much, and he said a penny, and she said sure, and so he raked up the leaves, and she paid him. And he went to the next house, where the Flockets lived. And he asked about raking the lawn, and Mrs. Flockett said that Mr. Flockett did that. He'd do it when he got home, so they didn't need him to do it. And Harold thanked them anyway. And by then it was about time for him to get home from dinner, so he went home for dinner. He took his two pennies, he put them in a little piece of paper, and he put them in the box at the end of the bed where he kept his things. Next day, went to school, rushed home from school to get his homework done, so he had more time to rake leaves. Went back out, looked over the rest of the block, found three more houses, and they all wanted him to rake leaves. Bingo, bango, bongo, he was up to five cents. Boy, were his arms tired. And his, he was all sweaty by the time he was done. But he was so excited when he got home that night, he'd eaten dinner. He got his pennies out, he counted them, one, two, three, four, five. He was halfway to his soccer ball. Well, he went back. I was walking back to school, he noticed that there were no more houses on that block that did not have their leaves already raked. I'm going to have to go to the next block over. But that house was a, that block had a lot of poor houses, like his block. They didn't have any big trees, so they didn't have any leaves in the front yard. On the way home from school that day, Harold tried taking a different path home from school, but he ended up wandering through a neighborhood where there was a big dog that was unfriendly and it chased him. And so he didn't get a chance to stop at any of the houses and ask if they wanted to have him break their leaves. I know enough about dogs to know that usually when dogs are mean, they're usually chained to their dog house or something like that. Frequently, and this one probably usually was, but it wasn't on his chain that particular day. But Harold had the same thought. So the next day, he took the same path back, and he was kind of nervous, but he didn't see the dog this time. And he found three more houses, and he raked their leaves. And it was hard work, and he was tired, and then he got home, and he was in trouble because he had not gone home first to do his homework. And so he had to finish up his homework before he got any dinner. 
and he finished it up, and he went to bed that night, and he counted his money, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, he was almost there, and he put it in his pocket, he took it, the money with him to school that day, and when he got out of school, he decided to walk past the five and dime again, and he looked at the five and dime, he looked in the window, and he looked at the soccer ball for a while, and then he walked home. And he took a different route this time, and all the houses were already raked except for one. And he rang the doorbell, and an old, old lady came to the door. And she said, well, I sure would like my leaves raked, but I'm afraid I can't afford to pay you, Sonny. And Harold felt bad. If you rake this lady's leaves, then that was it for the day. By the time he was done, it was going to be time for him to go home and do his homework. And he said, I tell you what, I'll come back. i got to go do my homework, but I'll come back and rake your leaves because he felt like it was the right thing to do. Because this old lady, she couldn't rake her leaves, and there was nobody else to do it for. And so he went home, he finished his homework, and then he raced back. And he got the rake, and he raked her leaves. And he was almost done when the rake hit something in the grass. And he thought she must have a rock in her grass. And he went to look what it was. And he bent down, and it was indeed a rock. It was a rock about this big, about that big. And it was shiny, and it was sort of gold-colored. And Harold thought that that was very peculiar. He had heard of rocks called fool's gold that looked like gold, but weren't. And he figured that's what this must be, but he thought it was pretty anyway. So he put it in his pocket. He finished raking up her leaves, and he left. He asked her if she knew what the rock was, and she said no, she didn't know what it was, but um, that he could keep it since she couldn't afford to pay him. Specifically, it can be called two things. Fool's gold and iron pyrite. Oh my goodness, you are very absolutely correct. I had no idea you knew such things. That's very good. So the next day after school, he was curious. So he had his pennies with him. He had his... He had his shiny rock with him that he showed to some of his friends. And after school, he decided to go to the jewelers because it was on his way home. It was right across the street from the five and dime. And he took his rock in and he put it on the counter and he asked the jeweler, he said, what is this? And the jeweler picked it up and he looked at it. He got out his little monocle and he looked at it and then he picked it up and he bit it. And he said, well, that's a gold nugget, son. Where'd you get that? And Harold's mouth dropped open. He said, you mean it's not fool's gold? And the jeweler said, no, that's real gold. And Harold said, whoa, wow. And the jeweler said, would you like to sell it to me? And Harold said, sure. How much will you pay me for it? And the jeweler said, well, I have to weigh it. So he went and got his scale. And he weighed it. And he said, well, it's not very big, but I could give you $25 Harold thought he was going to stop breathing. $25? That would feed his family for years. Heck, that would buy a new bike. Forget about the soccer ball. So he said, sold. And the man gave him the money. The first thing Harold did was he went across and he bought his soccer ball. And then he went home and he told his mommy what he had gotten. And she said that they were going to put that money in the bank. Well, he said, well, we can put the other... $24 in, but we're going to take 90 cents and we are going to go have some good food 
and they had a big dinner that night with all sorts of different food, and everybody ate until their tummies were full. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.